you're listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration, a podcast dedicated to helping software executives stay on the cutting edge of sales and marketing in their industry. Let's get into the show. Hi, welcome to B2B Revenue Acceleration. My name is Dan Seabrook, and I'm here today with Graham Smith, UK marketing lead at F-Secure. How are you today, Graham? I'm well, Dan. You? Yeah, very good. Thank you. It's uh, the sun's shining, although it is starting to feel a little bit colder. So I think that's uh, well and truly summer over now, unfortunately, here in the UK. So, Graham, today we're talking to you about channel marketing. But before we go into that conversation, could you please introduce yourself to our audience and tell us more about yourself, uh, as well as F-Secure, which is, of course, the company you're representing? Sure. So let's start with F-Secure. We're a cybersecurity company. Uh, we have a head office in Helsinki in Finland. And for over 30 years, we've been achieving our mission, which is pretty simple. It's keeping people and business safe. So practically, we are a software vendor, a um, number of security solutions. So top banks, airlines, and also smaller and medium companies trust F-Secure. They've got access to our software and our teams of expert people, and we help them to tackle the, sort of, the, the world's most potent cyber threats. Myself, I'm Graham Smith. I've got over 20 years of experience in marketing. I've worked for small and large companies across a range of sectors. Here at F-Secure, I lead our marketing in the UK. It's essentially a focus on raising profile among end-user buyers of corporate security, individuals like CISOs and IT directors, for example, and also increasing awareness of F-Secure within the channel community in the UK. And so in both instances, what we're looking to ultimately do is to deliver leads, pipeline and revenue from our marketing activities. That makes sense. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, F-Secure originally, well, not necessarily originally, but as part of your business, have been selling to consumers as well. So I guess for for a marketing professional, that presents some interesting challenges. Uh, As a business, we've worked with companies like Trend Micro and Malwarebytes, which have which have come from a similar background. So for you, when you're when you're raising awareness and going to the channel partners and, and, and also end users, is that a challenge? Is that is that present is that presenting a different challenge from from your typical B2B organization from birth? I think it's only a challenge if your reputation isn't strong. And I think the one thing I've observed at F-Secure is our, our reputation is people know us on the consumer side for having great antivirus software for the, for the home. And we have a number of large operator clients in the UK or it's and they know us for our corporate solutions. And again, as I said, we're trying to keep the sort of world's biggest banks and airlines safe. I think the reputation is really strong. So actually, that's, that's, that helps us. People know us as a corporate or a consumer brand. As long as the F-Secure brand is strong, I think that's the main thing. And we, we achieve that globally, which is really strong. Clearly, we're well known in the Nordics, but we're starting to increase awareness and, and revenue, frankly, all around the world. Interesting. Okay, brilliant. So one of the things that we've recently discussed is a few challenges that, that you've come across when executing your channel strategy at F-Secure, as well as the solutions that you've put in place from a marketing sales perspective to tackle those challenges. It would be great if you could share your experience with our audience around how you've solved some of those challenges and also explain, um, I think you said there's three key lessons really that you've learned from it um, in, in dealing with some of those channel um, challenges. Sure. So I think that the first thing is that Vendors, F-Secure are no different to any other vendor. It's a highly competitive landscape and you are competing for share of voice and revenue ultimately with any channel partner and then the, the UK channel holistically. 
So yes, there are a few lessons that I've learned and I think they can be applied to make that difficult challenge slightly easier. So the first lesson would be to clearly segment your your channel base and that's going to be around your existing partners and also your your prospect ones the one you want the ones you want to work with and then you've got a way of focusing your efforts because we've all got a limited amount of time and and resources so that might mean you have three groups of partners you've got your high touch partners it's a small number of high revenue focus partners that you're you're going after could be you know single single figure numbers some high potential partners, perhaps less commercially important, but you're doing some work with them and certainly they may have the potential to... And then there's the long tail, typically your your smaller partners. And I think the related lesson here is that all of your partner base can bring you revenue. They're all valuable and important, but it just by segmenting them, it means that you can focus your efforts where they're most likely to get a return. Second lesson is certainly around listening marketeers are typically holding the microphone when it comes to your organization's communications. And it's a kind of privileged but dangerous position to be in at times. It's certainly dangerous if you don't fully understand what the channel wants. You kind of run the risk of being irrelevant and disingenuous. So I think channel marketeers need to be in the field as much as possible to network with their marketing counterparts working in the channel. But where possible, meeting with the leadership teams and certainly the sales teams working in the channel so from a cybersecurity perspective, the questions I tend to ask our channel partners is, you know, why do your clients buy F-Secure and why don't they buy us? And I think knowing these answers and listening to them can help you shape future communications and make sure that you win more than you lose. And you know, one of our focus UK partners goes to market by sector, but I only know that by having a good relationship with their managing director who also oversees their marketing. And we produced a great report for the finance sector looking at the threat landscape. And I sent that to him I think, on a Monday and by Tuesday it was on their website. So F-Secure was positioned as the vendor of choice for their financial services cliently possible by listening and understanding you know, what's relevant to a particular partner. And the third lesson for me um, is around proving value. Um, in my experience, marketing from technology vendors to the channel is often a list of kind of generic, unquantified benefits. And at a high level, this might kind of read something like, you know, drive your business growth by selling our solutions to your customers. And that might be true, but often the detail behind these communications doesn't sort of answer some of their crucial questions. So why should I buy F-Secure cybersecurity solution instead of all the other choices I've got in the market? And how much bottom line will I make from this? So it's really kind of understanding is the quantified commercial opportunity from a partnership with F-Secure. And kind of in conclusion, how how valuable can you be to me? So I think that, that proof of value is really important. Um, and I think if your marketing doesn't answer those key questions, and it is quite a challenge to do so, it's not easy, you should still be asking yourself, is there more I can do to achieve kind of important shift in mindset? What I mean by that is the current mindset among vendors is sometimes, you know, we've got to keep telling the channel how great our technology is. I think that needs to change. So the channel is instead saying to its vendors, do you know what? I've got a great customer for you and I think I want to deliver a solution for them. Let, let me tell you about them and let's go on that journey together and win that, win that client. But you can only do that. You can only have that mindset if the channel truly understands the value that your salutes everybody. Yeah, interesting. There's some interesting points there. And I think 
If I look at that first point you just made around segmenting your partner base, I think some of the challenges when it comes to from a marketing perspective, to your point, is if you're an, if you've if you've got a large channel network, if you've got a lot of partners, it's really realistically you ca- you cannot support every single partner with either marketing activities or marketing funds, or or indeed um, if you go one step further from a sales perspective, a, a partner account manager, it's, it's impossible to do that. From a from a sort of marketing perspective at F Secure. When you segment those partners, do those partners get different levels of uh, maybe not attention, but whether it's co-funded marketing activities or support or opportunities drip fed to them? How do you sort of decipher how much support you give each of those different levels of, of partner? They do. Simply, we have a global partner program. It's platinum, gold, silver. So it's relatively, I think, traditional and understood by the channel and yes uh, it gives them different levels of benefit largely related to to revenue so how much how how kind of financially important are they that yeah. the really important message that we share with the channel whether it's in the uk or, or anyone else for that matter is that they're valuable to us we are absolutely a channel business and all levels of partner gets gets benefit and gets value from the relationship whether it's co-marketing funds which are available at certain levels or just simply having a point of contact within within the UK or the market they operate in or access to our content. We've also got a partner portal where it makes it really easy for our partners to self-serve and get pricing and effectively register deals um, really efficiently. So we understand the channel, we're passionate about it and try and make it as easy as possible for them to be commercially successful alongside us. Yeah, and I think that's really important because what you've just described there around how you actually support partners of all sizes, it's just varying levels of support, of course, uh, sort of links to that third point around proving value to the channel and actually getting your channel partners to buy into wanting to sell your solutions rather than you pushing your solutions down the throat. I think that why that's important yes. is particularly in a space that, that F-Secure are in around that endpoint security antivirus type, type area. It, it is, of course, a saturated market. And when you think about the other eight or 10 or 15 vendors that will all be trying to do the same. I guess if they, if F-Secure have a, a channel model, which is proving or providing value to partners of all sizes, it, it does help to to to, uh, to solve that challenge you mentioned in the third point, which is getting them to select you as a, as a partner of choice for their for their end user. One of the, the things that, that we see as a challenge, of course, is enabling partners of all types to leverage your content, the vendor content, messaging, branding, and demand generation initiatives with consistency in the local market is critical to driving um, to driving sales success. Of course, each partner operates independently and in their own way and have different sales marketing processes, different strategies on how to get there, which means partners will need to be enabled in different ways, albeit with some consistency. Um, we spoke a bit of prior to this around uh, how you can scale or how, how you do bring, uh, enable those partners. So from your perspective, how how do you th- go about scaling partner enablement when they'll have so many different requirements based on their size or revenue or region or, or, or current strategies? Yeah, this is a really good but complex question that all, all channel marketeers should be thinking about. I'll try and simplify my answer by making it deliberately short. You can really scale partner enablement by having a number of one-to-one marketing communications, almost account-based marketing or ABM for the channel, 
and a number of one-to-many patients. That way you can be personal, but also provide marketing support that can be accessed by all of your channel partners, whether they're big or small. So a one-to-one marketing communication could be something like a specific co-branded landing page with an ability for any leads to go direct into um, the CRM or our CRM flagged for that particular channel partner. And that's something that we that we do and works well. And then the one-to-many communications, I think one that, again, works particularly well with the channel of webinars. So you can give updates on commercial developments with your products, which F-Secure is pretty good at offering commercial incentives for choosing F-Secure or the classic, we've got a new product or we've enhanced some functionality within an existing product that means differentiator against the competition. I think that's a really good one-to-many communication that, again, is popular with our UK channel partners. So I think that in that way, um, those one-to-one, those one-to-many communications, that blend can make sure that you are able to scale, scale partner enablement. Okay, interesting. And that, that actually is a nice segue really into my next question, which was you're talking there about one-to-one or building one-to-few, one to one-to-many relationships. And we've actually recently seen an article from Forrester that suggests channel marketers or marketing professionals in general need to become community marketers, which is all about you know getting the brand out there amongst your peers that will then, of course, want to, to utilize your solutions and, 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 uh, and, and shift more of your solutions. What are your thoughts on that idea that, that, that channel marketers need to become community marketers? Yes, I'd, I'd agree with that. It's certainly part of the role of a channel marketer. Being part of a channel community allows you to listen and interact with a relevant audience. And I would certainly emphasis on marketers using communities to listen, actually, rather than just purely about thinking about participating in them. Thinking to our F-Secure's uh, attendance at Infosec in London this summer, which brings together a large security audience. The channel spot partners that we spoke to gave us good insight about the problems they were encountering related to cybersecurity solutions for their clients. And knowing their pain is really helpful and has absolutely informed our channel marketing content as a result. Uh, another point I'd like to make in marketing is that brands don't actually have to say anything in this context, just facilitating yeah. and amplifying conversations between a relevant community of peers can, can work. In a previous marketing role, I actually created a HR leaders forum. And all that we did was to organize roundtable events and then write up what was discussed by the participant. But what you had was views on topics like recruitment or coaching from really experienced, well-informed board level HR professionals. And the brand that I was working with um, didn't really add its own content or solutions, but the perception was that we were part of this really high level conversation from an important community. And that's really great for your brand reputation. And I think that these kind of things can work really well with the channel too. A good example of this is from Softcap, who are one of our channel partners in the UK. They run a Pint yeah. of Tech event that facilitates dis- discussions amongst among their target market, a group of uh, CTOs. Okay, interesting. Yeah, and I think um, to your point there around your the event that you previously put on with HR leaders, that's uh, it's an interesting idea actually. As as a company, Operatics. Um, Typically, we deal with people in your position, so marketing or sales leaders. And actually, um, we recently put on just a few weeks ago a, a, an event at the Shard in London. The idea was not to pitch operatics. We did not talk about operatics, but it was a sort of panel-led um, event where there was uh, three individuals that were two individuals and a moderator on the panel. And we got together probably a room of 20, 25 marketing professionals. 
the idea behind that was again not to talk about operatics actually the, the the conversation was mainly around abm but it was really interesting because what quite quickly developed in that in that event was that the panel stopped talking too much between themselves and actually um the the audience started really participating and asking questions and and and, and conversing with each other and by the end of it it was well, the event actually overran because uh, the marketing professionals were just talking amongst themselves not without control obviously everyone was participating but what we really came out of that event with was with an idea that actually to your point it's just about stimulating conversation between like-minded professionals and not really just pushing pushing your solution or your service down their down their throat and probably what came out of that was them saying to each other and 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 to themselves that operatics are part of that community and that, and I think that's that's a general concept i guess my last question would be around how to make the best use of the type of services that Operatics offers. Just meant touched on us there, and just to provide some some audience uh, some context to the audience, uh, we actually support F Secure uh, in their pipeline generation activities. So we work with Graham, and our role is to directly support um, his sales team by by providing them with qualified sales opportunities so they can progress a sales process to the point of to the point of revenue. Graham and I were talking before this that, that the relationship's going well, which is pleasing to hear. Um, but it's also a, a, an important part of their efforts with their channel partners and their relationships with their channel partners so they can see a quicker results from uh, from a sales perspective. Graham, just a, a, a last, um, some last thoughts from you around this. Could you please share with our listeners why you think that sort of end user pipeline generation piece is a part of your strategy and, and, and where you see the value of it, um, whether that's directly with your sales team or, or in the channel? Sure. The context here is that senior technology professionals like CISOs and IT directors are notoriously hard to speak to. And therefore, the more points of contact and the more conversations that we have with this audience, the more successful we are at creating pipeline and closing deals, frankly. And certainly, Operatics helps us to do that. So they are, you know, you guys are very strong at getting opportunities with, with end users and opportunities to speak to them. And as we're a exclusively channel business in the UK, in order to deliver any solution to a to an end user, to a CISO or an IT director, we, we need a partner, a channel partner to work with us. So as a result, and with the channel being fundamental to F-Secure's growth success here in the UK, to be able to introduce end user leads to the channel and go on a journey with them and win that business is kind of critical to our continued success. So the work that you're doing, as well as all the other marketing efforts that we do to drive leads and, and ultimately revenues is, is really important. And thank you for your continued support. Excellent. Well, I appreciate the insights there, Graham. Really appreciate that you've taken the time to share your thoughts, not only on F-Secure and your channel business, but also lastly on, on Operatics. If anyone wants to connect with you to learn more about uh, F-Secure or yourself or continue this conversation offline, what would you suggest as being the best way to get in touch with you and, and the business? So F-Secure, check out our website, which is f-secure.com. And in terms of getting in touch with myself, uh, Graham Smith, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Excellent. Cool. All right. Well, many thanks once again, Graham. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me. Operatics has redefined the meaning of revenue generation for technology companies worldwide. While the traditional concepts of building and managing inside sales teams in-house has existed for many years, companies are struggling with a lack of focus, agility, and scale required in today's fast and complex world of enterprise technology sales. 
See how Operatics can help your company accelerate pipeline at operatics.net. You've been listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.